Hello and welcome to The Average Initiative, the average podcast by average guys that know an average amount about an average amount. And we're going to talk about it anyway. My name is Lewis. And I'm Warm Egg Boy. Hello, Warm Egg Boy. Or hot Egg Boy. Or hot egg boy. Oh, you lot, realized, you lot let me down like, just so realized, badly. I put in my notes that I was supposed to introduce you as Cold Egg Lover and I, I forgot to do it. Ah, oh, see, I jumped the gun, I beat you to it. Uh, you so may have... If we want to uh, just bring up the, <laughs> the egg cold egg, hot egg, <laughs> yeah, egg gate from, uh, from the previous episode, um, we put out some polls on Instagram and Twitter to see if people thought cold egg belonged in a sandwich or not. And you lot are all lying to yourselves, admit it. Okay, so I think the Twitter poll, which you put up, ended with, was it five to one in favour of the cold let me, egg? Let me double check. Uh, uh, you do that, I'll, I'll get up the Instagram one. Uh, I am, I was heartbroken. Oh, right here. Does cold egg belong in a sandwich? Five votes. Yeah, four to one. Yes. So well, uh, you four, you're all wrong. <laughs> How do I, how do I look at previous Do you know what's story? sad? That one vote what? is me. Yeah, well. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Instagram one, I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure it was 16 to 3, right? right. And, the, and obviously you were one of the no's as well, so. Come on, people. Like, how can you a, like cold egg? How can yeah. you like cold eggs? It was a Ugh. bit of a, a landslide victory in um, favour of the cold egg, which uh, I enjoyed. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. I thought it was going to be closer than that. Nah, I knew it. I knew it from day day one. If you like cold, cold eggs, you're clapped. That's the rule. No, clearly the general public has said otherwise. Um, yeah, just, maybe just, the majority, but you're still you're just still to clapped, rub it in. So. Just to rub it in and even more, was that I looked up a national survey, <laughs> and it turns out egg mayonnaise was voted Britain's favourite sandwich filling. That's a downright lie. It's, How was it not? Well, bacon I mean, look, okay, me? this was back in 2013, so it might have changed since then. But you know, oh, the Daily Mail so never lies. <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> I, did, I did find something that sort of backed up your point a little bit, and I thought it'd be mean to not mention it. But I found a survey of um, what the best kind of eggs are, and it was like out scrambled, raw, poached, fried, and hard boiled, and all of the cooked ones beat out brain super hard boiled exactly. one. Yeah. Exactly. But. but, but the Daily Mouse word is gospel. <laughs> oh yeah, well of, of course it is. We have to listen to the. Uh, I mean, the only when they. Oh, I mean, fascists. I mean, uh, what they called? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we can put those eggs behind us for the time yeah, being. We should have done a whole April Fool's episode just talking about eggs. Oh, we should have. It was only I mean, a couple. It's that just episode, a normal episode talking about eggs, yeah. but that episode was only two days before April Fool's. So I guess we can. <laughs> what can it is that? Maybe next yeah. year. <clears throat> Um, before we uh, before we started talking about the latest episode of Winter Soldier, I just wanted to mention that the previous episode I put up on Reddit on some podcast sharing pages, and we got a nice review from um, this other this podcast called Badgered Podcast. Okay. And uh, I just thought I'd uh, read out some of what he said. Uh, he said he listened to well, he said he listened to the first twenty minutes, and then he just supposedly listened to the rest later, which I hope he did. Um, he said he really liked the energy between you and your co-presenter totally feels like long time friends catching up feels chill and comforting I mean he's completely wrong about that yeah, um, yeah I don't even know who you are a lot of the time um, he said the intro sound totally slaps really liking it so shout out 5am beats and he ended it with I like the concept of not having to stress too much about the details the point you guys make oh, and then he goes on to talk about what we said about the episode <clears throat> so I just thought it was really nice and um, I gave his podcast a listen and it's quite interesting they do like a they write sort of monologues and then they go through the process of how they edited their original drafts to get to that point so if you want to check out Badgered Podcast uh, you should do it hmm that sounds quite interesting actually that, and they're like, Australian like theatre podcasts or like mm. uh, podcasts like theatre monologues yeah it was just um, it was, I guess it's just like creative writing and like he was just sort of performed it at the start of the episode and then him and his um, I guess co-presenter friend uh, just went through and Talks about how they edited it, like the editing process, and that it's quite interesting. Mm, sounds fancy. Yeah. So that was my little I'm review. Make a note yeah. of that. Badgered. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. If anyone else wants to leave us a review anywhere, feel free. Um, I, I, I'll say this now. We're going to read out every review we get. Mm. Yep. So yeah. Even if it just says poo. Exactly. Especially if it just says poo. <laughs>
Does that mean that's what they that's their thoughts on the show, or they just you know want to just shout out excrement? Well, both, either both. or, either, either yeah, or. either or. So now I'm going to ask you that magic question. Yes, what are we talking you. about today? Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> I should get up well, off my niche and I want to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You're kind of you know you're misselling it. <laughs> I'm giving off the wrong. Well, I'm impression. I'm thrilled that you asked. Uh, me to marry you I'm only oh. glad that you asked me what we're doing in the episode because <laughs> frankly you've broken my heart today we're going to talk about episode 3 of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series on Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, our first episode with our first episode featuring Baron Zemo Zaren Bemo Zaren Bemo um, episode title The Power Broker was it? I think is that what it's called? Oh, that's what I wrote down so I'm just going to assume that's right <laughs> Yeah, let me just double check. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three. So, I think uh, so. I asked you after we watched this that um, yeah, I, I said I thought it was the best episode so far, but I think you were a little bit less. I looking looking back on it now, I realised that yeah, it was a very very good episode. Hmm. Um, I think this was just the, this was the episode I realised that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we're not going to see the Falcon, like. We're not seeing them all the time. We're seeing Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. Yeah, I know. Like, what you majority. Mean. Yeah, but I do still like this episode. And again, I said to you, like you know, I had circumstances. I was kind of rushing through this episode to get it over with as quick as possible. Yeah. So I do feel like I didn't give it enough time to fully appreciate it and take it in. But looking I know back what you now, mean. it did yeah. have a lot of what I, like. I had Bucky going ham, which I said from like day Whoa. one is what I wanted. That's to what see. you want to see in it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I because like... I guess at this point we've now had Sam have a bit of a wham moment in the beginning. And now mm. we've had a Winter Soldier moment, so I'm just looking forward to more of that just in the next few episodes. Yeah, Zemo is a brilliant character, and it's like mm. I, trouble is when they do like characters like Zemo, where they were like a villain or a villain before, and then they bring them back. They kind of almost have to rewrite the character, yeah, so give it a new edge. Um, and it mean. kind of works well with Zemo because he does say like, "Oh, I'm a Baron," and he never yeah. mentioned that in Civil War. And I feel like, yeah, eh, so I was thinking thing about like, this. Do you think it's because? So obviously in Civil War he's recently lost his family so he's incredibly depressed and he's angry and he's just spending all of his time and, and money and resources which we find out he has a lot of um, all to try and take down the Avengers so you don't really see that kooky side of him so I wonder if either he was like this from day one or it's just being in prison for a few years has just made him a bit you know eccentric and loopy yeah but like in Civil War when Tony Stark looks him up and Friday is like oh he's a ex-special unit in the Sokovia National Guard or it's like yeah. never once mentioned oh yeah he's also the Baron of the region <laughs> like I feel like that would come up in a Google result maybe like, <laughs> maybe he spent his his whole time trying to hide his true identity maybe if he was part of a death squad I guess kind of don't want to be parading around that you're famous and rich yeah that's true I suppose I don't know but honestly, yeah, people maybe. that don't know, he he's Baron Zemo from the comics. Like he's always been a Baron, mm. so it's not like a new thing. It's, it's, well, it's new to the MCU character, but yeah. yeah. But he did get his his purple mask as well. Oh, which is nice. I wish he'd just wear that all the time. Not all the time, but like he puts it on, shoots a gun, and takes it off. Yeah, like and, but it looks on, good. Like, like it, mm. and it would make sense because like it's just like a balaclava, isn't it? Like you people wear those sort of stuff, like when they're doing missions and that. Yeah, and also if he is a baron and he's supposed to be in prison, then it makes sense for him to be hiding his face. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because he gets out of prison and immediately starts jetting around the world on a private jet. Like he's not, ca- he doesn't care. He's not hiding, <laughs> I mean, is he? <laughs> really? Do you know why he wears that in the comics? I can't remember who was pointing this out to me. Is it? Oh, is it glued to his face or something? Yeah, yeah. It just gets glued <laughs> to him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what? So when, someone, when he's not looking, someone just pour in like super glue in there. He puts yeah, it's like, just he's like trying to rip face. it off, and that's why he that's why he wears it. A bit like Doctor Doom, like he has to wear the mask to yeah, survive. Like it's like discount Doctor Doom. Yeah, which speaking of, there was a talk of um, what happened to Sokovia. Mm. He said it was you know like torn apart and shared amongst. So do you think? And they kept going to Latvia as well a lot in this episode, which kept confusing me. Oh, yeah, because of Latveria. Latveria. Yeah. So do you what, think that Sokovia you... may become Latveria going forward? Like this oh, well, so it's like being that. taken over by its neighbouring countries and as in yeah. one of them being Latveria. That's a, that's, a, that's a very strong possibility. That'd be a good and way to of... introduce it, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then you could say Doom found all the extra, all the leftover Sokovia parts. 
Oh. And then all like the Ultron bits and you know, all that yeah. rubbish. And then that's how he slowly started to gain power and become Doctor Doom. Even though I know he hmm. uses magic in the comics, but you know, well, he's he's sort of a mixture of all of it, isn't he? He's like a bit of technology, yeah. a bit of magic, a bit of money. Yeah, it lays that groundwork for why he's developed all this stuff. Yeah, that could be that could be interesting. Hmm. Hmm. But I mean, that that's that's at the very end of the episode that's mentioned. So, I mean, should we start at the yeah. beginning and work our yeah. way forward? So the episode opens with an, uh, an advert, very like um, Wonder Vision esque. You know how they have those little adverts? Yeah. For um, the GRC. Which is the, is the global rep, 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 something or other council. Reposition? Re, 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 I wrote it down, but I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> it's something like that. Hang rep, on. rep, reparation, maybe. Reparation? It, either way, it, seem, it seems like there, it seems to be some kind of organization to try and help people get back into society. And it's just, I was wondering like what the point what? of it was, because it didn't then mention it at all in the rest of the episode. Well, it just showed that Captain America was working with them. Also, side note, I would type in Falcon and Winter Soldier on Google, and I ended up coming up with the Falklands War. So, <laughs> I'm just going to do a bit of history reading. Falklands and the Winter. It's G R. Is it G R P? G R C, I think. G R C. Yeah, that's what yeah the Council. So I'm just guessing, global, like Global would... Reparation Council. Reparation. Yeah. Would that be something that like Sam could have used to get his loan or something? Because he was. He was snapped yeah. out of existence. It's just, well, always, it was... Is this the whole idea of the, this is what the flag smashers are against kind of thing? Like, I don't. Yeah, because they want know. it to go back to how it was, don't they? They don't want like everyone to be integrated back into society and stuff like that. Yeah, because there is a thing here. I'm reading this on the Marvel Wiki. It says helping you navigate changes to society, laws, and borders, which is obviously what the flag smashers are against. Yeah. So I'm guessing during the snap that the borders must have changed somewhat then. Or like... Well, I think that's what they're saying. Like, you know, everyone, there was like more unity because everyone was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. So borders were probably lessened and like immigration or whatever yeah. was obviously less so. Not, not as big of, an, uh, big of an issue. Yeah. Hmm. But then, so um, yeah, so then it goes on to so new, new Captain America's on a mission looking for the Flag Smashers. And he's he's quite he's getting a bit brutal and angry about it, isn't he? Yeah, this is interesting because I feel like we like we we haven't seen enough of this Captain America yet to get a fully formed idea of what we're supposed to feel for him. Like, yeah. should, like I think the idea is you're supposed to feel like he's under so much pressure. Like this is his first big out, and this Captain America is stopping the flag smashes, and you know this is your yeah. mission. And it's like he's struggling to do it, which is why I why I said before, you know, I thought that the flag smashers were going to be a ploy just to show him yeah. like succeeding in missions. But clearly, he clearly can't not. handle it. And it is like, yeah, yeah. you do have a story from. Because like, it's just even little things, like how he shouts at the guy when he mm. spits on him and stuff like that. It's just that Captain America wouldn't do that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and I know like, he says he's who not... I am, and it's yeah. like, it's like, mm. Mm, that's not, mm. that's not very cash money of you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do like the character and like you know the idea of he will be. He's not a bad guy. He's just the wrong yeah. guy. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, that's yeah. Cool. He's got, well, he's got, he's got good intentions, I guess. He's just not going about it the, the way Captain America would. So, if, if you're going to take on that mantle, you have to have the same kind of values and intentions. And I just don't think he really has that. Yeah. Well, it's like in episode, uh, yeah, it was episode two, wasn't it, where he's in the Jeep with them. Yeah. And Bucky says, like, Oh, you're not Captain, you're not Steve. He's like, Have you ever jumped on a grenade? He goes, I have actually. The helmet's reinforced. So it's got like this cool trick where, and it's like, No, that's that's completely yeah, that's, the you're wrong just, idea. You're that's, just doing that's a perfect that analogy. Show. He he is jumping on the grenade and saving someone, but he's not jumping on. The suit's jumping on. Yeah. And the blood. You, 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 yeah, you get that. He's already like, set up to do that. He's not doing it as like a sacrifice, which Steve was. was. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, that's That's the idea. And I do like that. I mean, I'm probably reading too much into that one line. That's a bit of a throwaway, but he was still willing to jump on the grenade, but because he, he knew he had the Captain America mantle, yeah, like as his protection. Whereas Steve did it as Steve Rogers, yeah, and st- even when he was skinny, wasn't even yeah. Also, Bucky boy. wasn't around for that. So how would Bucky know? I'm I'm assuming considering he be- Captain America became famous during the war, I'm guessing those sort of stories got around. What's his name? Hodge in the first one. Gildroy Hodge. Told he's everyone the story. He's, he's the Hodge. bully in he's the bully in the camp. Oh Peggy, that guy. Peggy punches uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he just has he just never plays a part in that film ever again. Yeah. 
Like, hmm. um, I feel like his character should have been Dum Dum Dugan. Like, nah, because Dum Dum's supposed to be like nice guy, isn't he? Yeah, but like he joins the Howling Commando, so it's the bully Steve. Like, you bully oh Steve, yeah, I suppose Steve, and he's like, yeah, you know what, I was wrong. You're the captain. Follow your orders, or you know, just put him in there. But I feel like you could just replace Dum Dum Dugan with him. I suppose in a way though, that would sort of fill Bucky's role because he was like the strong friend, you know, like always getting the girl and then then he had to realize he had to follow steve and like you know when like yeah. Pe- peggy says she wants to dance with steve and he's like oh my god it's like i'm invisible <laughs> like mm. well yeah but like that's that's done in a nice way whereas this was hard mm. being like i'm the best i'm better yeah you know? like um tommy lee jones is man whatever his face was yeah. he wanted codge to be the super soldier so i feel like it would have been cool to show that he was like I can't yeah. be Captain Rare. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting off. I'm getting off track. <laughs> so um, the, it, if we jump forward a little bit, uh, is the Zemo breakout scene? Yeah, which I which do. Lot happens of, in the past, is, sort of. Yeah, I'm glad. Like we get it in real time. We'd have to sit through it, and it's like they yeah. run both parallels at the same time. Yeah, because a lot of people said it could have been a whole episode, but I don't, it doesn't need to be. I wouldn't have wanted yeah. one of the six episodes to be taken up, but getting Zemo out. I'm glad they just sped through it, so we could actually get into more of the story. Yeah. And it's like I feel like at this point this is when the story is going, which is weird given we've yeah. only got three episodes left. Yeah, it does feel like we're halfway through, but it doesn't feel like story-wise that we're halfway through. No, because we've still got to clear up all the stuff with Sam and Bucky outside of this mission, all the Captain yeah. America stuff. And I feel like this is the same problem with WandaVision. It was like there's so many threads. It's like you, you're not. I don't know if they're gonna have time to wrap them all up. Yeah, I guess like, we just gotta hope that it's more of a simple like it's not too complicated the stuff they're trying to pull off like maybe we're yeah. reading into stuff too much and it is going to be a little bit more of a sort of simplistic narrative mm. going forward I don't know but we've got three like three hours left of this and if a movie can do stuff in two and a half hours so then I'm sure we'll That's be fine true. yeah I do that I do I mean this more than one division you could easily do a Falcon and Winter Soldier season two Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely set up that way. Yeah, it's not and like a again, gimmick, think, is it? No, and I think by that point you would have them being the partnership or duo, mm. which yeah. would be cool to go see. And then you can have them doing missions, and, and that's where you could introduce, like you know, like Isaiah Bradley and Patriot mm. and all those other sort of Captain America characters. Just side note, I did spend a little of last episode calling Isaiah Thomas, and that's a retired NBA player. So <laughs> I realised that after after I started editing it, I was like, well, it's too late now. I would. I didn't even notice. I don't even. There's the most JD moment forever. I, that just blew past me. I did not realise. Well, to be honest, I only know who that person is because I watched The Last Dance on Netflix, which is a, uh, a Michael <laughs> Jordan thing. <laughs> oh, interesting. But anyway, do you think we're going to get a flashback episode of Isaiah? Oh, I bloody hope so. Isaiah Bradley. Bradley. I didn't know which one was the real one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real one. You know what I mean? Well, I um, mean, maybe he was running around the same time as Isaiah Thomas. Maybe they knew each other. Maybe, but yeah, like a flashback scene, I reckon, kind of Iron Fist esque. That could be good. I'd like to see that because it would give, considering obviously moving a bit forward in the show at the moment, there's the scientist that created this current super soldier serum, and I'm pretty mm. sure does he? I don't know if he even mentions it, or I just know it because it happens in the comics that he experiments on Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, he says he went. Oh, I took blood from a super soldier from back in the day. Yeah, so it's him. So if, and it, it'd be nice and to get you a see, bit of You see on. Sam reacting, so yeah, yeah, you do kind of go. All oh, right, so that's why. Yeah. So I think it's, it's kind of either he comes back and he's he does stuff as an as an old man, or mm. we get a flashback. Because otherwise, I feel like it's a bit of a wasted character introduction. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we're gonna have to to find out what happened, or like he's he's gonna have a vital weakness. I reckon that. Yeah. He's gonna like slow these super soldiers down. Well, they say he says that um, the difference between this serum and Captain America one is that it doesn't make you this big buff guy, does it? It's just it yeah, makes you strong without even you knowing. Don't need... Yeah, without yeah, you don't people need the big machinery and whatever. Yeah. So I do wonder if yeah, because I mean the guy playing Isaiah, he he is built like he is big. Mm. Yeah, but then also we know that in the past he did have a running with Bucky. So are we going to see that moment? I want to see it. I want to see him because he says he breaks some of his arm off. Hmm. I want to see that because even Steve didn't do that. He had to use a shield to like at least damage it. Yeah. So maybe he's capped, but he's just like even stronger. Maybe, but then maybe it's cool. a bit like 
nuke and US agent in the comics where it makes him stronger but it makes him go a bit mental and angry mm. yeah because I guess the serum a lot of the time it, you know they say it makes good great and it makes bad worse so mm. if you're a little bit unhinged it's going to make you really unhinged yeah that could be interesting. I did like the the use of Zemo trying to use the the uh, words on the oh screen. yeah he walks yeah. in he's like that doesn't work and he was like eh, well you so know, he might right. as well I mean he's got nothing to lose is he <laughs> But so he's reading that book, and then obviously when he's getting broken out, he he has the thing in the book. So we just assume that Bucky put that in the book. I'm a, yeah, I'm because how so. did he? When did he do that? Or how did he do that? Because was there a hole in the glass in the cell? Or yeah, I don't know. Like, or did he send that in there like earlier? Because I mean, the Winter Soldier of all people would know how to break someone out of prison, wouldn't he? Yeah, that is all about espionage and. I mean, what shit. was the thing in the book? Was it the note? I or? think it was the card to like do the doors like beep uh, I think if I'm remembering correctly oh maybe yeah that makes sense because there was a lot of emphasis mm-hmm. on that wasn't there but yeah so anyway yeah so Zuma and then they go to mm, Madripoor Madripoor I was going to say yeah. Mandalore and I was like that's not a thing <laughs> then what's up with Mandalore <laughs> Madripoor because this is like a it's, this is like a very big X-Men location I, isn't it I have yeah I've heard that yeah is this like I don't know if this is true is this like a mutant safe haven then I think it's still if I I think I watched a video and if I'm remembering correctly I think it is still like a crimey kind of seedy underworld place it's just more associated with the X-Men and like Mm. they're more likely to be found there like character wise I think yeah I did like seeing Sam as Smiling Tiger oh yeah because um you know how he says like he's dressed up and he says like oh I look like a pimp. Hmm. There was a I don't know if you know this but there's um there was a stint in the comics where they changed Sam Wilson's character to Snap Wilson. Like his origin was that he was like a gangster and a pimp for a little while. Oh, right. His name was Snap Wilson. That's where Captain America met him and then like he changed his ways and that. But then uh, that's been recorded since. <laughs> but it was yeah. a nice little callback yeah. to that. Oh yeah, I just the Smiling Tiger was like a pimp character, like gangster kind of thing. I'm pretty. He's a he's a comic character as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think but, I read that like, he steals. It was either the Quinjet or it was the X Men jet, and he crashes it on Madripoor in the comics. Oh, or something along those lines. Should have written but it like, down. Yeah, but like seeing Sam like when he does the shot with the snake spleen or whatever, and like mm. that that was that was good. Like, because you haven't actually seen a lot of humor in this in this show yet. Yeah, um, and it has only come from Sam mainly, like with the whole wizard bit yeah. in the hangar. And like that felt a bit forced, and it was in the trailers, and, and or even um, when they're on the plane and they're talking about the Trouble Man soundtrack. <laughs> Zemo yeah. is like perfectly captures the experience of the African Americans, whatever, and sounds like he's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I thought that was quite funny. Hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah, I do feel like yeah. Sam had the the comedy chops in this. Um, what's his name? Anthony Mackie. Snap Wilson. Yeah, and I did. I didn't realize that the books Bucky's using is the same one yeah. that do- Steve had. I, I couldn't help but thinking that was a little on the nose in terms of references because it's mm. like did did Steve make a point of giving Bucky his book which I guess he could do considering he, he'd he gone through having to adapt to being in modern life so maybe he could give it to Bucky to help him adapt as well so that would make sense but at first I was like but, oh really just as another reference you know it would have been nicer if it had been if they'd included that in Endgame so before Steve gets on the portal he goes oh one he's up by the way you might need this yeah helped me a lot when I came out and he's like, yeah because we're just assuming at this point that he gave it to him whereas it would yeah. have been nice to actually see he said he pried it off his cold dead hands <laughs> <laughs> he gives Sam here here's this incredible indestructible shield and here Bucky here's this like sort of raggedy old notebook that I've had since 2011 <laughs> yeah Filled with very out of date references by now. Uh, Steve Jobs, uh, I'm pretty sure, is in there. Yeah, you don't need to know about that's not a vital thing to know about. Yeah. <laughs> Go um, so, yeah, but like I said, I do like seeing Zemo as like the like the supplier of all these things. Yeah. Like the bit where he serves them food as well. I know there's the bit where his pilot's like, oh, and if it's out of date, he's like, I'll give it oh, to them. It smells bad, but yeah. like after the whole thing in Madripoor and the scientist, like you do see him with plates and you think, oh, like, he's still like. Yeah, because I guess it's like Bucky like... said, isn't it? Like he's he is he's crazy, but he's got a code. Like he's not. He only did what he did because of how much he hated the Avengers for. Well, he blamed them for mm. killing his family. Yeah, but like he's not like he's not like Red Skull, and he's not like Loki, and he, he's he's not just killing folks willy nilly for the sake of it. Like he has a code. 
Yeah. Am I right in thinking there was a Red Skull reference? There was. Yeah, yeah. He's because he's so he's talking about obviously this is the problem with superheroes and and these characters you put them on a pedestal and then you expect too much of them and he says do you really want to live in a world where we're looking up to people like the Red Skull and stuff like that right because I can't remember if I dreamed that or if I heard it on YouTube no yeah they definitely referenced it which is is interesting because I think in the comics they were both around in World War 2 so I think they were more rivals slash allies rather than in this case obviously it's different yeah but I think that's the whole point going forward with like especially with um, this new Captain America it's like just because he's got the name doesn't mean he's got the status that people want to look up to he's not the yeah. role model yeah so I do I do like that you know there are characters in this universe who are aware of that and that's the idea is you know mm. he may have the shield but he doesn't he hasn't earned the shield yeah I Even did wonder like he says like I'm going to take it off him <laughs> like yeah, oh, yeah. what yeah <laughs> <laughs> it did make me think that like, when he was giving the speech about you know putting these icons these heroes on pedestals and it sort of made me think about like Iron Man because obviously he's another character where he's this big hero but then he does a lot of, st- lot of stupid shit and mm. it's like he again he is just he's just a man isn't he so you can't really expect him or, or any of them to be perfect yeah. 100% at the time because then you're always just going to be disappointed yeah I, yeah I guess that's a... that applies to real life as well I guess that's a bit heavy <laughs> but speaking of expectations uh, Sharon Carter's in this and she was brilliant oh. I felt cool yeah oh, she, she's turned badass not that she was yeah. already but she can it now take out bit... about ten guys on her own. It did feel a bit weird. She's gone from like you know straight laced shield agent. You know she was sewing with shield that she yeah. was spying on Captain America, and then you know she then she was working for the UN and helped Sam escape. She's like a terrorist. And now she's like, yeah, I'm I'm like running in this criminal underworld and I'm going to kill people in cold blood. Like what? So <laughs> I guess so. Imagine Captain America is a fugitive. You take his shield and you give it back to him. You have to go on the run for two years. Does she get? Did she get snapped? Uh, I don't know. If it, I don't think it said. I imagine Cause, not. Cause oh. If she wasn't, then she's she's now been on the run for seven years. Seven mm-hmm. years plus. So I guess a person can change a lot in that time, I suppose. Yeah. But it's, I think I'm just so used to seeing people change the TV where they like dye their hair black and they're like, oh, I need that. <laughs> I mean, she was wearing all black. <laughs> mm. Maybe that's her emo phase but do you think she's the power broker ah see I was wondering that because if whoever shot what's her face the English woman who was telling them about the power broker yeah because you don't see who shoots her and then she turns up to help them hmm so So mm, did she like was that the only way they were going to find out the identity of her Hmm. Because then she gives them like information and help and all that, but then as soon as they leave, she's like to her mate or whatever, "Oh, we got a problem." Hmm. And she doesn't come in the lab with them because then maybe the yeah. guy would realise it's her or recognise. Yeah, because Zemo only knows the power broker from reputation, doesn't he? he? Doesn't actually know. Doesn't actually know who he is. I mean, he yeah, says exactly. he, but he doesn't know. Like he doesn't know he's a he. Hmm. So yeah, maybe it's a she. It might be a bit late to introduce someone now, but. Clearly they did at the end of this episode. Well, she but does because like, you know, right. <clears throat> she does say to Sam, uh, Sam and Bucky when they first time, she's like, "You you guys want to steer clear of this." Like she doesn't want them to get involved at first. Yeah, and it's weird because I always thought like, "Oh, is she gonna end up romantically with?" I always thought Bucky, but then I think oh, actually maybe Sam's like he's the one who knows her. Sam knows her better, yeah. But I did hear a rumor before this show came out that there might be a love interest thing between her and Bucky. Mm. I wouldn't mind. I mean, you don't need it, do you? I guess, but. If they do whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's harder to do. Um I don't want it to go down that road that road of like, oh, you know, the, there's a woman character and a man character, so therefore they're probably gonna be love interests. It's like you don't need that. You can do it yeah, if you it want. Does, I don't mind, but it does feel a bit contrived, doesn't it? Mm. More contrived than Steve kissing his own niece? Theoretically. Mm. Well, oh, hang on. Oh, no, hang on. You put that in my head now. I didn't realise. <laughs> if he's with oh. Aunt Peggy, then he's kind of her uncle. Oh. <laughs> you ever kiss your uncle? Uh, not sober. You ever kiss your niece? <laughs> I don't want to answer that given I have a niece. No. Well, no. <laughs> oh, I forget you have a niece. Yeah, you've made this weird now. You've sorry, sorry. Go back to talking sorry. about eggs. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so we see the scientist, and then Zemo kills him, which is weird. Do you think it's weird, or do you think that's fairly normal, considering Zemo's plans and motives? For the I feel like some Zemo would have been like, is that everything? He's like, yeah, he's like, okay. Bang, and then kill him. Not like, halfway through a sentence. <laughs> I think he was just like, oh, well, maybe we've got all we kind of need. I just want to get rid of this guy. That's probably why he went there in the first place, because he's like, yeah, I hurt these guys, but also I have my own agenda. That's true, yeah. Because there is a bit in the trailer where Bucky's holding a gun at Zemo's face. Hmm. So... It's weird just seeing them pull out guns. It's like, oh, yeah, they haven't got their suits or their weapons. Like, <laughs> this is all they're using. Yeah, we didn't see Sam use his wings at all this episode, did we? That's what I mean. That's why it felt weird. It's not the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's Sam Wilson and the Winter Soldier. Mm. But, hmm. uh, but then again, I suppose last episode we saw Bucky fight, but we didn't see him really go Winter Soldier until this episode. Mm. So maybe they're just doing a little bit here, a little bit there, and then they're going to mush it all together. I just want to see them both like go ham. I just want to see team combos. You know, he flies around, he picks up Bucky, throws him to another guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the shield. And then... Yeah. That'd be cool. So, I mean, yeah, looking back, I do think it was a very jam-packed episode. And then, of course, mm. at the end, we get the reveal of Ayo. Ayo. He turns up. Ayo, Ayo. Um, from Wakanda. From Wakanda. It's like what you said, I don't know if you said it last week or the week before, you said, I, what, like, it'd be funny if every episode ends in a character reveal. Yeah. And so far, <laughs> it has. Every episode has a new character. We've got the new cap, we've got Zemo, and now we've got Ayo. It's like next week, they're mm. going to, at the end of the episode, to turn around this bloody, I don't know, Rocket Raccoon. Because that seems to be the yeah. one we mentioned a lot. Oh, I'd love if he showed up. Like, <laughs> like him like, and Bucky have interacted. Told you, yeah, he's, I told you I'd get that arm. <laughs> he brings Isaiah Bradley to rip it off. <laughs> um, yeah, so do you think A is going to be sticking around with Zemo, or do you think it's going to be like a... Well, I guess there's some reason kind of I suppose they, he killed their king. That's not something they, yeah. they get all too easily. Because... Uh, T'Challa says in Civil War doesn't he? he says living and not done with you yet yeah yeah because I suppose they That's... would they would have wanted to take him but obviously I guess America were like no we'll, we'll take yeah. him because then also like Bucky spent a lot of time in Wakanda didn't he mm. so mm. yeah maybe 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 he's closer to Ayo than, than we know and he explains to her look we need him and she's like alright fine I'll help you <laughs> maybe who knows? Yeah, be nice to see some spotlight on her because she was she's been in these films longer than like Okoye and Shuri and all that. She was yeah. introduced in Civil War. She just kind of got shafted in that, didn't she? Right? Yeah. <laughs> they did tease a a fight between her and Black Widow that never happened. I would have liked to see that. Oh, who'd have won on that? Do you reckon? If she has a staff, I'd go with Ayo. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Black Widow would have underestimated her. Yeah, I mean, Ayo's a lot bigger as well. Not that that usually mm. stops Black Widow. I mean, she's dead now anyway, so... Yeah, so who, who got the last laugh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I do, I do like the idea of, like... I'm, I mean, I'm always a sucker for, like, when stray characters get picked up and yeah. get form a team, like Jimmy Woo and Darcy yeah. in the last one. Like that. It's Obviously, like what we were saying from Division as well, isn't it? Like, they, they can take these characters from other properties and, and mm. bring them in and give them new spotlight. Nice. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd, yeah, I wonder if she'll join the team or if she'll only be it for an episode and be like, you can keep Zemo. Hmm. I'm here and off I go. I did see a lot um, of people saying, like, oh, well, well, I wonder if it was supposed to be Chadwick Boseman. It's like, well, one, this was filmed before he passed away. And yeah. two, like, I don't think the king would go on his own on that sort of mission. It was only in Civil War because he was there already and he was already angry. Like, And he even says at the end that he's, like, done being angry about it. Yeah. And three... I think that would take a lot of focus away from Falcon and Winter Soldier if they had Black Panther come over. Yeah, and just for uh, an episode, just like, yeah. hello, all right, I can't do anything, bye. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the very Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, yeah. you get Nick Fury for a scene and that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think this was good. Oh, we had a little bit with the flag smashes as well, didn't we, Carly? What's oh, yeah, so they, like, made, they made them, like, oh, kind of sympathetic, and then, boom, she blows up a building full of people. She's no longer yeah. sympathetic. That did seem a bit forced. Yeah. It's the only language they understand. It's like, oh, well, yeah. Is like, it? I mean, either way, you're just nicking their stuff. Like, how is killing them going to change anything? And she's like, you had six months worth of supplies here. And it's like, yeah, that's that's the point. They're, yeah. they're reserve supplies. Like, that's that's what people <laughs> do. <laughs> like, oh, bloody, bloody terrorists. 
Yeah, how dare the government have supplies they don't need straight away? Yeah, <laughs> but so, it wasn't yeah. a lot of wasn't a lot of flag special play in this episode, was there really? No, but we had the big like sacrifice last time, didn't we? Oh yeah, I forgot about that on the, on the plane. Oh, so, oh what's that? Uh, big beeping sound. Have you got your phone near you, Mike? Oh, hang on, it could be. Let me see. Uh, oh, okay, I'll put it over there. Um. Yeah, I so said yeah, it wasn't a lot of play. We kind of got a bit of development, like when her and the other guy are on the motorbike, and he's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" You know, um, and like her mum's dying of t- tuberculosis and whatever. Is that her mum? Or I don't know, someone, because he's the guy's developing the serum, isn't he? Yeah. For I, don't, I didn't. I didn't know if it was her mum or if it was just like some older lady that they liked. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember now. Yeah. But yeah, it's a bit like hmm. I'm assuming next episode's going to be either very Flag Smasher heavy or very New Captain America heavy. Yeah. Why it has both? to be, right? Well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. could be both considering he's on. He's trying to track them down, isn't he? And now they're all in... Because aren't they all in Latvia now? Uh, I can't remember, honestly. Because <laughs> I feel like the scientist said, like, oh, they're heading to... Didn't he say like, something about Latvia and that's why they went there? Or did Zemo say, oh, I've got a place nearby we can go to in all honesty I can't remember <laughs> I don't know if I watched it again man there's so much yeah. in it I'm like oh, I went through it I like skimmed through it so that makes notes today mm. but I didn't really watch it fully I watched the fight scenes and there's one bit that we forgot to mention which is Zemo dancing <laughs> oh yes oh, I love it like <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that brilliant? <laughs> like, I, just, I love how wacky he is. Like, but he's like, he's not like overtly sort of like Jim Carrey wacky. But he's just, he's, he's just an eccentric billionaire, like, isn't he? Like, yeah, well, he's like, just a camp, camp man. He's like, he's yeah. over his family now. He's like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. And it, I just, I just makes me hope that or wish back in the Civil War, like he was already like that. He just was having a rough time. Like, but he was, he was still that yeah. kooky back then. <laughs> Like, cause yeah. he's not he's not as menacing as he was because the Civil War he, he did come across quite menacing and he sort of lost that mm. but I think it's, I think it was a good choice well he was menacing in the way that he was smart because he says like, oh I yeah. can't defeat the Avengers stronger people have tried yeah. I've seen a lot of memes of oh, the only human to break up the Avengers and it's just Zemo dancing in the club the awkward... <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one there was enjoying the party like Sharon told well, me he, <laughs> he is a dad or oh, he was a dad Ugh. but you know oh, like, God. Yeah. he's got dad dancing in his jeans so yeah I mean, that, I've already made the uh, the thumbnails for this episode, and it's just that. <laughs> so... Just that, nothing else. No, not yeah. our logo, not our title. Just that. <laughs> just, if I could do it in GIF form, I would. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much most of the episode, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't I got any more notes in it, but I do think it was it was my favourite so far, just because it felt like we, the most happened. Yeah. But not, I didn't feel like it was overstuffed. I mean. Uh, Cassidy was saying that she felt like it was just another episode of setting up stuff she just wanted to get into it which I can sort of understand it does constantly feel like that like oh here's this oh and then this and then this it's like yeah, yeah. But where's the payoff like yeah you know I'm, I really thought this was going to be a series where like each like, each two episodes were going to be like mini like stories in themselves so like, the first two were going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming together then the next two were going to be Captain America and the Flag Smashers and then the last two were going to be Zemo and obviously all these bits kind of carry over but it's kind of yeah. done in like a three act structure yeah I guess I suppose when it's all finished we can I suppose we could go back and look at it and it'd be easier to tell like which is the intro and like which is the sort of second act and all that but right now it just does seem a little bit like introduction 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 sort of thing yeah they're setting a lot up and it's like no just get on yeah. with it and it, I don't I don't know because it's again the same with, with uh, WandaVision like, it just feels like they've got so many threads they're putting out at once it's like yeah there's no way you can possibly satisfy everyone with these. Like one division, like some would say it was an unsatisfying ending. Like the whole yeah. Quicksilver thing was just a boner joke. It's like, oh, where did this magic necklace come from? How did he get it? Why him? Like, okay. Mm. And I feel like we're gonna get a lot of that with this one. Like, I'm hoping because I know that one division, the finale was cut down a lot due to time constraints and budget and that sort of thing and COVID. Yeah. And I'm hoping, considering this was filmed first. That, that that wasn't an issue and it's exactly how they wanted it to be because hmm. then uh, I think it, I think if the WandaVision finale was how it was originally planned then it would have disappointed a few less people in terms of like giving Monica and the kids and all that something to do and yeah but I, like, like I feel like I, I have a horror 
horrible feeling that we're just never going to see like Isaiah Bradley again. That's just going to be left by the wayside. I don't think we will. Yeah. But like that's the kind of thing where we would just never go back to that character and you go, well, what happened to him? Oh, he just carried on living his life. Yeah. And that was it. Well, and then maybe I guess it, they used it as a way to introduce Patriot, which is his. I'm assuming his son or his grandchild or whatever. But then even then, that was just the guy at the kid at the door. It's not like he got a lot of stuff to a lot of play really. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like who I, knows. I'm ho- I'm not. I'm hoping obviously they do sort it all out. But I do feel like there's going to be a lot of loose ends, like hmm. Russianly tied up. Especially now they've introduced Ao and the whole Wakandan Dora Milaje coming after Zemo. Like, oh really? Like, yeah. that'd have been a good season two hook. Was end with them being like, we're here for Zemo. Like, oh crap! Like he's become yeah. like a member of our team almost. Like you know we can rely on him. And now it's like now, now we've got to deal with this shit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That yeah. would have been an interesting thing. I mean, if this was going to be like a series show yeah i mean we i mean we don't i suppose we don't know yet whether it will be or not so maybe they maybe they are trying to cram everything into the first season but all the ideas that they had yeah but like that would have been Mm. a fun angle if then all of a sudden you know you've got you know they're like okay well it's our partnership and you know we work with zemo we work with sharon and like you know and all these different people it's like all right well zemo like we're on good feet and with him like he's evil but he's useful and Mm. again he has his code and then you know, he's like, yeah, the Dora Milaje want, like, want me. Like, you're now in the middle of this. Can you help me? And they're like, well, we shouldn't, but we owe you a favour. But then also, they're not going to take that for an exa- excuse. And it's like, yeah. that would have been a good thing to go forward with. And then that tests the relationship with Sam and Bucky. Like, you've got someone like Bucky who's like, no, the condoms are good and I've lived with them, I know them. And then Sam going like, yeah, but we owe Zemo. We owe Zemo. So then yeah. it's like, then that puts a rift between this partnership you formed through the first season. And it's like, then what do you do? Hmm. Yeah, see. that w- that would be interesting. <clears throat> but yeah, I I'm hopeful for the rest of the season. I mean, we've got three episodes. Yeah, that's well, three yeah. Hours. So we're we're only halfway through, aren't we? And I think they did say that the next few are a little bit longer. But I mean, we've heard that before. So yeah, <laughs> that's just, just means they got. They just, that just means they got more credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. I think they said fifty something minutes for Friday's episode, which is like mm. ten minutes more than the last one. So. You know. And I suppose now we have introduced all our key players, haven't we? Yeah, I can't imagine they're going to do any more big players between and now and then. Power broker becomes someone, but then I feel like they can't just introduce that as a new character. That's really got to be someone who's established. Yeah. Maybe it'd be Zemo. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, maybe yeah, like you could just yeah twist it or mm. or I did see somewhere on I think it was on Reddit them saying like maybe the power broker is just like the CIA and Sharon's there undercover and like. Ooh, maybe C- the yeah. CIA is just funding this this like underground thing, and like they've come across the super soldier serum, and they're like, "All right, this is our way of getting it." So, the US government isn't involved, really. Hmm, um, that's an interesting take. So then again, that goes against the whole like trusting the government thing. Yeah, they're developing it, and that's why you know if John is it John Walker? Yeah, if he can like track them down, then he gets the serum, and then he can actually be Captain America, and so on and so forth. That's definitely gonna happen, isn't it? He's gonna he's gonna take some sort of serum at some point, surely, yeah, right? Bucky and Sam to stop him, yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I, I swear that's inevitable at this point. I've seen a, a screenshot from the, the next episode, and it's John Walker with the shield, and it's got blood on it. Ooh. So, I mean, Steve didn't hold back with bludgeoning people with that shield, so that's not yeah. a totally out there thing to see. But maybe he somehow accidentally lets his sidekick die. Yeah, it's um, weird because it's both this, it's both a razor sharp shield and blunt at the same time. Like mm. depending on what you need to do, it's like oh, we can cut yeah. rope and steel, but at the same time, if he throws it somewhere, it's just gonna knock him back a few feet. Yeah. I can slice your head off. Yeah. Do you think he's? <laughs> do you think Battlestar is gonna survive the season? I don't know. That's that's what made me think. About... Do you think him dying is what's gonna cause Captain America? I think that's a very snap. real possibility because or uh, is he also the voice <gasps> of reason who's like you're going too far, and he's like, well, oh. if you don't want it get out and he's just like maybe he kills him because Steve when he was becoming Captain America he had his best friend Bucky die and that sort of like spurred him on in a way like maybe he thinks oh well I want to be like Captain America so my psychic has to die so he just lets him die <laughs> and he's like that would be my motivation very... <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, that I wish like I'd something... never thrown the shield and saved him now. <laughs> that's already saved something Tom Walker would do yeah, but yeah, what he realizes then... that like people keep telling him he's not Captain America, he's like, "Well, I need to be exactly like Captain America. Let me just get up my sidekick." Get, get, get. <laughs> and then he's done for a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, Captain I do, America, I do think... you know, am I right? 
<laughs> I do think something's going to happen and he's like it'll be a case of they were following Sam and Bucky somewhere and like hey we're here to like you need to stop interfering and they're like yeah mm. like there's a bigger play here with the, like the flag smashes like we haven't got time for this and then like a building explodes and then Battlestar doesn't make it out and then John Walker blames Bucky and Sam for that mm, yeah because like well if you hadn't been there we wouldn't have had to follow you and it's like oh hang on that's conf-. like no that's not our fault like we're sorry but we didn't kill mm. him and he's like nah I don't care you know that kind of and then he mm-hmm. takes the serum and he gets mad with them and then he wants to hunt them down it's like yeah but we're still trying to stop the power broker and everyone and the flag smashers and you're now interfering like mm. get out so I don't, I don't know I feel yeah, like there's going I think to be that's a like real that. possibility yeah. but I guess we'll find out on Friday Ooh, it's so f- not far away. Ooh, each, I, was, each, I was trying to say it's not far it, away, and it's so close. Oh, wait, it's so far not away. It's <laughs> so close so far. <laughs> each episode we do, I feel like it's just getting slowly closer and closer to the next episode of One uh, Division. Falcon and the Witness Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like, our episodes come out a day later each time. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> they're just going to sync up, <laughs> and we'll be doing yeah. last week's episode. <laughs> On the day that the next episode comes out. Yeah. No, I should be a bit more on time for this week because hey, it was not just you. I was busy. My on house Sunday, is so. upside down at the minute. Yeah, everyone keeps falling out the front door. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. I've had to leave and come back to my old uni house. Um. So yeah, I, I yeah, kids. I, I'd like this episode, but I'm. I don't know if it was my favorite. I think I still preferred last week's. I just think because last week had like more ele- had all the different elements in it, like the Captain America and Bucky and Sam and yeah, like, and, you know, mm. like for me the bit on the truck, I think it's the best fight scene, five best sequence we've had in the series so far. I just don't know. I just feel like they didn't really do much on that thing. It got very rushed. They like, got beaten just... up a little bit, and that was it. Yeah, Bucky should not be. A... I mean, I get that super soldiers, but he shouldn't. Like they're just holding him for a long time. I feel like he should be able to get out of that. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit weird. Sam didn't just help him, like kick one of them, and the bucket's like, "All right, I'll take yeah. care of the others." He just sent in Red Wing to get Mercs, and then hmm. yeah, that was it. And Newcap yeah. showed up. I don't know. Hoping we get a good, a good fight scene soon. Yeah, with all Bands three of them eventually. Yeah, I mean, Bucky did throw a pole through someone in this episode, oh. which like, I do love that he's like, "I'm the muscle, get inside," and he's like, "Right, lead the fight into me." Almost. <laughs> Well, I mean, I suppose if I was Sam, I'd stand behind Bucky too. He's got an indestructible arm and he's a super soldier and I haven't even got my wings on. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, I'm not taking all these bounty hunters on. You, Mr. Mm. Winter Soldier, killer man, <laughs> off you go. I really hope they don't neuter Sam's sort of fighting ability. Like he, He's been trained by Captain America, presumably. Like He, he has yeah. some hand-to-hand experience. We haven't really seen that yet. Mm. But who knows? Oh, well, who mm. knows? Right, so I guess we'll be back for next week's episode. Do you want to wrap us up? Yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, and thank you for leaving reviews wherever you do. Um, make sure you tell a friend. That's always useful. Just And let us know if you that, you, that you're enjoying the show or if there's anything you want to hear. Um, it's always great to hear that people are actually listening to this. Oh, um, sure. As we've said before, like, you have no idea. It just it makes us feel happy. Yeah. Um, just quick shout out to my friend Marcus who messaged me on Monday round about the time the podcast would usually come out and he said where, where, where's your podcast <laughs> I need something to listen to while I work and I was like oh, sorry, oh that means a lot I'll give you a shout out <laughs> anyway, sorry sorry for interrupting you that's right uh, I'm just trying to find the list of stuff we do to thank what's happened to my Spotify this isn't my music uh, outrageous is it my music played. it is Oh, Damn. Christmas and Lockdown 1 vibes. No, that's definitely me. Lockdown <laughs> um, like 1 Yes, vibe. if you want to find us, we are at the Average Init Pod on Twitter. Um, and individually, I am at GeoDersey on Twitter. And you are. I'm at Creechmaster on Twitter. Twitter. And Instagram. And, yeah, and speaking of Instagram, you can find us there. We're at the Average Initiative. Um, check out for another poll probably this week. We're going to make a fun one. I'll make Lewis come up with a poll. Yeah, let us know your predictions for Falcon and Winter Soldier coming going forward or what you've liked about the, the series so far. Um remember any reviews we get we will give a shout out to um on the on the mm-hmm. next episode. We also shout out to Alicia Illustrations for our logo. Fantastic artist. If you Love need stuff logo. done, check the link in the description uh to find where you can 
commission her for some bits. Shout out to 5am Beats for our intro uh, intro music. Again, link in the bio for how to get in touch with him. Um, again, some fantastic beats for whatever you need done. Oh, yeah. And I think that's If you're a battle everything. rapper, hit him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everywhere where you can listen to a podcast pretty much. Yep, um, and YouTube, even though they get one view per video. Yeah. <laughs> They're up there, though, if you need them. Um, but yeah, wherever wherever you get your podcast, you can check them out there. Although, if you're listening to this, you already know where to get podcasts. So Yeah, that's a good point. I never understood why they that. do that in podcasts. They're like, hey, you can check us out on Instagram and, or not Instagram, on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts or whatever. And you think, like, yeah, yeah, I'm aware. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> that's like if you go to my house, I was like, hey, here's my address. But And you're like, yeah, thanks. But I got it. <laughs> Let me just put that into Google Maps. I'll be back in a minute. What, hey, you're bear. Very, I was this close to saying my address out loud then. Yeah, let's, uh, let's not give that out on the internet. Yeah. Just, um, wait, just wait for the next poll on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. One of them is my real address and one's a fake address. But if the um, right one gets more votes, I'll let you know. Please do. Either way, let me know. I don't want people coming <laughs> to my house. Uh, thank you, Lewis, for being here for this episode. Oh. Well, you're welcome. Thank you, so, too. Yeah. Even if you do like cold eggs, you're heathen. Look, don't even. Look, I'll, I'll put up another poll. <laughs> to decide I feel like I need a I feel like we did we say there'd be a punishment yeah see oh that was it I was going to tell you that uh, we could go back and listen to the previous episode and see what the punishment was but then I was thinking that that would probably anger the pod gods so I think we should just eat a cold egg mayonnaise sandwich as punishment and put it on Twitter oh okay don't want to anger the pod gods wasn't that the punishment anyway? It was me eating a sandwich. Sure. <laughs> oh, uh, dog agrees. Oh. Pog dog. <laughs> pog dog's angry. <laughs> You've handed the pog dog gods. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, we yeah, can sort this yeah. out later on. Unless someone mm. wants to save me by putting up another poll and, you know, proving me right that hot egg sandwiches are really... Yeah, any poll that isn't on our official thing doesn't count. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm going to go eat an egg. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.